Hello, everyone. Welcome to episode seven of the Turn Right podcast. I'm Caitlin, your host. In today's episode, we are going to talk about how to keep writing even when you don't feel like it. Now, this is more of a question of a broken spirit rather than daily motivation. I have a whole other episode about kind of daily motivation and getting into a routine, so be sure to check that one out. But today we're going to talk about how do you keep writing through rejection letters, through the day-in struggle of just stringing together your novel, the many rigorous rounds of editing, how do you keep your spirits up and really push through and why that's important. So I hope you will enjoy this episode and let's just get started. The first way that you can push through and continue working on your dream of becoming a writer is to give yourself some time and space. I always want to rush into the next project, rush into the editing phase and just really keep going because I am so driven. I kind of get anxious if I take time off from writing. But sometimes you just really have to give yourself a mental break because it's just possible that you are tired of writing. You are physically tired from it. You are mentally tired from it. And it would really benefit you to take like one to two weeks off. I really should listen to this advice because right now I have been kind of feeling defeated about my writing, just feeling like it's so impossible, looking at too many statistics, watching YouTube videos, and possibly even thinking my genre is a dead genre, like why should I keep going? And I think simply, the I still have a tremendous amount of passion for this project, I believe in it, I see the vision for it, I think it's a catchy idea, I think I actually have a pretty good query written, I like the first chapter, so you know, why am I feeling so defeated? I think it's because, you know, I've been working on this project since November of last year. I've really put so much time into it and I have only gotten through the first draft and I am moving on to the second draft and I just got through editing chapter four. It was more like a rewrite rather than an edit and it kind of took a few days. So based on that, Just editing felt really slow and cumbersome, and when I see the whole book ahead of me, I see the next couple chapters need to be rewritten as well. It just feels very defeating. Like, why would I spend all of this time and effort on my manuscript if it's never going to get published, if nobody's ever going to read it? Well, the answer is, I simply need to take some time off. I need to maybe reevaluate my options, but I think even more simply, I just need to rest and kind of create that distance from my manuscript. So if you are like me and you have been working on a project for an extended period of time and you just kind of feel worn down by it and you're not sure that you can complete the mental work it takes to get your writing to where it needs to be, simply take some time off. Number two, take ownership of your dream. This is really, really important. You started writing because you had some burning passion inside of you. You wanted to be a storyteller since you were very young. You've always had an interest in people, in language, and you love to describe the way the lights flicker in the room. Remind yourself of this often, that this is your dream and this is your calling. And it is just as hard as a lot of other dreams out there. The playing field is certainly not even, it's very saturated, but when you take ownership of your dream and you remind yourself continually why you started, why it's important, and what you can gain from accomplishing this, 
you will be filled with purpose. And when you know your purpose, you'll be much less likely to stop writing. Number three, give yourself grace. Yes, it is very important to give yourself grace. Writers, we can be so hard on ourselves and we have to because there are no deadlines in this industry. There are no managers. No one is standing over you telling you you need to complete your manuscript, telling you you need to completely delete the scene and rewrite it. You have to be hard on yourself so that you can make your work better. And that is an essential part of being a writer is being very cognizant of your flaws and learning how to take your work up a notch. That being said, sometimes we can just get into these so uber perfectionistic mindsets where like nothing satisfies us. We refuse to see the progress we've made, the good that we've done, the characters that we've developed, and we become very defeated. And these mindsets of defeat will not bring us closer to our goal. So instead of adopting this defeated mindset based on the perfection that you can never achieve as a writer or a human, what you need to do is you need to give yourself grace. You need to identify things that you have done to get yourself closer to your goal. I was watching a YouTube video from Alexa Dunn and she was talking about who the real competition is for your manuscript and she was saying that there is less competition out there than you think and one of the deciding factors was people who actually finish a book are your competition. I can look back and say that I self-published a book in November of last year and I am already ahead of where I was last year at this time because I can say whenever I submit to an agent I have published a book on Amazon. Maybe it wasn't the best book but at least I can show that I'm a serious writer and And I'm in this for the long haul, which is more than what I can say last year at this time. I submitted an article to a website called Introvert Deer. One of my articles was accepted. The other few were not. And it's very easy to feel defeated and say, why were these three articles not accepted, but this one was? And when I go back and and analyze it, I can say that I agree. I don't think these three articles were the fit for the website. I don't think they're terrible articles. They're maybe not my best. Maybe they're not the best fit for this website, but they're not terrible. And the important thing is, is I need to recognize, again, I got one article published on this website. So I can't really feel defeated about the three that I did not get published. I need to look at the good and the positives. It is a big accomplishment to have an article published on such a big website like that. So always try to find the little things that you have done, give yourself credit for them, and recognize that they are important and significant steps in your writing journey. They're not all going to become overnight bestsellers. It's about doing the little things right, and gradually we will be able to do the big things right. And as one of my favorite Olympic gymnasts, Nastia Lukin, always says, never quit on a bad day. Number four, do not inundate yourself with statistics. As a finance person, this is very easy for me to do. It's very easy for me to go on this endless researching spree about what kind of novels are selling best in the marketplace now. What do all of these different literary agents want from me and how can I cater my manuscript towards them? And then when I look at my manuscript and realize it's like nothing what any literary agent explicitly wants, I get myself in this rut of overthinking like, should I really change my novel from present tense to past tense? Should I be aiming to write a little bit more commercial? Should I be aiming to write more literary instead of this sort of blended in the middle which I write? 
Are my ideas too complicated? Should I abandon sci-fi and go for chiclet or YAF that's a little bit more marketable? Is my novel too dystopian? Is it not enough dystopian? And I am doing all of this like market research and watching videos from Alexa Dunn and Meg Latour and listening to all these podcasts and just inundating myself with statistics. And it's true that your shots of being a published writer, of making money, of doing all the things is not very great in this industry. But however, that does not mean it's impossible. And that also does not mean that even taking these smaller steps, you know, such as self-publishing on Amazon or submitting to various publications and getting an article out there, that does not mean those things are fruitless. So that kind of goes back to my last point about giving yourself grace. But even more than that, you should just not be inundating yourself with these impossible statistics. For any first-time new writer, the statistics were always the same. And, you know, they're... Like I said before, it's not an even playing field. Literary agents, publishers, they have biases that prevent them from selecting certain books. They have, you know, all of this pressure on them to find what sells. And it is very possible that you're writing a book that might not sell or that has some kind of bias. And the bias could even be as simple as your main character has an eating disorder and a lot of agents don't like reading about something dark and deep like that. Or in my case, where I'm writing this like, sci-fi upmarket literary fiction that kind of has a commercial spin like you know it's not really like that quantifiable of a genre i can't easily say oh i'm commercial oh i'm literary i'm kind of somewhere in between so you know that does make a lot of agents not want to take the risk on you but whatever the case is you have to stay true to your artistic vision because you know at the end of the day no matter if you're a published author or not if you are not happy with your work if you are not remembering why you started writing, because you're a storyteller, because you want to be an artist, because you have this vision that you want to execute, if you are not remembering those things and putting them into your work, you're not going to be happy, even if you get published and signed. So just always remember why you started and don't look at the statistics. Finally, remember that writing is tremendously difficult. Clear writing indicates that you are a clear thinker. Most people in life do not think clearly. So the fact that you can get these words out on the page is, again, something to be proud of. Do not compare yourself to the number one New York Times bestsellers. Compare yourself to who you were as a writer last year. If you have made improvement, if you have all of these burning ideas for stories inside of you, then you need to keep going. Of course, writing is hard. Editing is hard. It's hard because we don't know if it's going to work out. You know, if you go and study to, be, to obtain an MBA, all you have to do is really study and put in the work. If you get a B or a C here or there, whatever, not a big deal. You also know what's expected of you. It's simply to go to the classes, to do the assignments, to take the quizzes, and you will pass the class. In writing, we have no idea what's expected of us. And that's partially what makes it so fun and appealing to many of us because we are artistic and creative and we like that unknown. With that being said, that's another aspect of writing that makes it tremendously hard. Writing is hard because it requires clear thinking. Writing is hard because we don't know the expectation of us. Writing is hard because we may write and put our best effort in and we may not get picked up by an agent and people may not read our books. It's a very subjective industry that requires a lot from an end-to-end -end perspective. So don't forget that. If you're feeling defeated, just remember it's hard for everyone. Keep going. You will be able to write.
better, faster, quicker, longer, the more that you do this and exercise your writing muscle. I hope these reasons can persuade you to keep going. I personally am going to listen to myself the next time I get in this defeated mindset and think about quitting. Please subscribe to this podcast if you're a new writer like me. Interact with me on my social media. I'm on Twitter at KGrecoLit. I also do some YouTube. Keep writing, keep reading, and keep querying. I'll see you guys on our next road trip.